Stages of labor, hormones of birth, and timing contractions are not the most important or effective ways to learn about physiologic birth. And chances are, you've learned some of that, and you still have questions about what to expect from birth. And these questions linger because the sources that are teaching childbirth preparation are only offering facts about labor and birth created to enable the medical system to justify the use of interventions to speed up labor despite the injuries experienced by mothers and the disruptions to the mother-baby bonding. Before birth became a medical procedure that needed these guidelines and metrics, women were shown physiologic birth instead of charts and graphs and tables. Today, we have the benefit of merging traditional physiologic birth knowledge with what is useful from research and evidence And this has been the key to helping my students and clients avoid things like tears and traumatic birth injuries and go on to have fulfilling natural births. If natural birth is calling you, merging traditional physiologic birth with learning modern knowledge may be the answer to your lingering questions. And you can begin the journey of seeing physiologic birth with a free class that will introduce you to the three P's of physiologic birth that help my students and clients avoid tearing in only 15 minutes so you will know why you can trust your body to give birth without injury. After watching this 15-minute video, you will know what physiologic birth really is and why learning the stages of labor, lists of hormones, and cervical dilation rates is just not enough, the most common points in labor where tissue damage tends to occur, and how to use the three Ps of physiology to prevent the causes of tears or episiotomies. And you will learn the difference between being 10 centimeters and being ready to push. After seeing the physiology in this way, one of my students, Sarah, said, simply mind-blowing. Thank you so much for sharing this information. I want to share this with all of the birth professionals that I have ever met, as it is so clear to me now how we have all been missing the big picture. And Cassie said, I took four courses, and yours is the one I walked away with feeling the most empowered. Very specifically, the physiologic birth part where you show the slides of where baby is. Having known what baby does in that dance with the pictures, just let me trust the process so I never felt worried. So if you'd like to learn more about what Sarah and Cassie are talking about, you can get started with this very special and unique physiologic birth training for free at naturalbirthcompass.com forward slash free class. I hope to see you there. She wanted peace, so she forgot all she was taught and remembered herself. Jaya John, Fragrance After Rain The time of solstice is here, and if you're listening to this episode when it's released, then we have just gone through the transition of spring to summer in the Northern Hemisphere. Transitions are abundant in birth in so many ways. The most obvious is the stage of the physical labor process referred to as transition, a stage that preoccupies many mothers in their birth preparation, But what isn't talked about, what women aren't taught, is why this feeling is normal, why you feel this way during this stage of labor, the significance of the intensity of what's happening here. And therefore, it's hard to know how to be better prepared for this experience of the expression of the cycles of life. So instead, many women are taught to fear transition. So then the focus of birth today is on how we get women through the portal of transition, as if they can't do it on their own merit. So today we're going to give some attention to the truth of transition in birth and life, so you will have that knowledge for your birth. So that's what's up today on the Unschooled Home Birth Podcast. 
Welcome to the Unschooled Home Birth Podcast, where we throw away the conventional birth textbooks and talk all about home birth from philosophy of nature, life, and deep universal truths. I'm Tristan, the creator of the Natural Birth Compass online childbirth course and Circle Magic for Home Birth. And I'm coming to your ears with perspectives of birth from across time and cultures to help you become more informed and confident in your home birth. So grab your mug, fill it with your favorite tea, and let's get unschooled about home birth. Welcome to the first summer episode of 2022. I'm so happy to spend this time with you here on the Unschooled Home Birth Podcast. I hope you are ready for a big episode today as we talk about transition. Well, transitions really, the many transitions that are a part of life and birth as we see it reflected in nature. Now, as you started learning about birth and what to expect in giving birth, one of the topics you probably came across was the stage of labor referred to as transition. This is a phenomenon in birth that happens toward the end of the first stage of labor, usually when a woman's around 7 or 8 centimeters of dilation. This is a point where a woman can feel lost in her labor. She might feel the labor process is so much bigger than her ability to go through it. This is the point where she might say she can't do it, or she might even feel like she's not going to make it through birth alive. And on the other end, often birth keepers joke that when they hear this, they know the labor is progressing and the pushing stage will probably be here soon. And they'll reassure the mother and the birth partner that this is all totally normal and everything is moving along. But what our birth culture hasn't talked about, what it doesn't explain, is why this is normal, why women feel this way, the significance of what it is that's happening here, why it's so intense and then given so much focus. And because our birth culture doesn't talk about it, we don't know how to better prepare a mother and her partner for this experience of the expansion of the cycles of life. I suppose the reason we don't teach about it today is that it's one of the lost traditions of the nature-based ways of our ancestors, the holistic wisdom that they carried with them for generations that faded away as science became the predominant voice for childbirth. In the ancient ways of living for nearly all cultures that we know of, humans lived in harmony with the cycles of nature. They were raised within the cycles of nature, according to the cycles that were such an influence over the ways of living. Everyone understood them, and everyone paid attention. They knew the nature and purpose of transitions by watching the phases of the moon and the movements of all the celestial bodies. They felt it in the changing seasons in the movement of the sun throughout the day, and they had celebrations around it. They honored the solstices and the equinoxes. Often they had gatherings and they would provide offerings. Maybe they'd have a devotional to a spirit or a god or a goddess, or to a significant aspect of nature that held meaning for the transition that was in process at that moment. Yet, while they celebrated a specific point of transition in the cycle, they were also very aware that everything else in the cycle is always in existence too. Because unlike thinking of life and time as a linear experience where there's a progression of things that come and go, a specific past, present, and future, when you shift your perspective into a cyclical flow, everything is still cycling around you, even though 
there's a dominant energy that's more present to your awareness at that specific time. There are many cycles that occur and overlap simultaneously. The sun cycle happening in 24 hours and the moon cycle over 28 days. These exist together. And then there's small cycles that happen within you, like your hunger cycle, which may reawaken every few hours and overlaps many times with the sun cycle and many, many times with the moon cycle. The wise women of our ancestry, they knew the cycle was the same guiding cycle of a mother and baby's passage through the portal that we call birth. And the point of crossing through this portal is what we call transition. The moment of crossing from one spiral to the next in the great spinning of life. When a new life chooses whether to come through the portal into existence, inspiring that breath of air into their lungs, ready to receive the heavenly exchange and commit to existing in this realm. And simultaneously, the mother enters the portal of maiden to mother as she prepares to accept responsibility for nurturing this new life coming forth. In this portal, identities are formed, roles are chosen and accepted, and while it feels who you were might be left behind and you are reborn as someone new, it might feel like your maiden is left on the other side of the portal when you as mother comes through. This is only true if your perspective of who you are is formed from a linear perspective. But I'm here to tell you, my dear one, The natural world is never linear. It is always in cycles and spirals. And while a mother is born through the portal of transition and birth, that woman was also already a mother, was always a mother. But now it becomes her dominant energy. And she is still also a maiden. And she is also already the queen and the crone. All the stages of our womanhood are already within, all the time, always available. In fact, these phases of our being, this is one of the three cycles women attune with and experience when they go through Circle Magic for Home Birth, a mini course I offer for home birthers. And in the process of going through these cycles, women learn how to reconnect with these different aspects of themselves and see how each of these aspects are a part of their life now and are always available to them. So they know when they go through the transition to mother, even if it's not their initiation into motherhood, not their first child or their first time giving birth, they know they are not leaving their maiden self behind. And they reignite ways to connect with her and welcome her beauty and joy and magic into their life and into their birth. And all of the other aspects of their being as well, the unapologetic queen within, she has a role in everyday life and is especially important in regard to pregnancy and birth today, it is her who comes through when you are making your own choices in your power. And your wise woman crone is there too, who holds the wisdom of the ancestors, of a lifetime of experiences in yourselves. This wisdom is all within you if you learn to call upon it and recognize it, if you remember who you are and become whole again. This is the aspect of transitions that we have forgotten in teaching about birth. We have forgotten that transitions expand beyond the physical stage. We superficially talk about supporting women as they become mothers in regard to physical and mental support because rates of postpartum mood challenges have become more recognized and supported. But I wonder if we included more preparation for the emotions and the spirit, 
if we understood who we are when we are our whole selves, and if women were encouraged to go through the initiation of remembering who they are before they go through birth, before they come to the portal, if you remember who you are while you're going through pregnancy, then you can be open to ascending into who you are becoming because it's all a part of the cycle, the great spiral of life. And when you feel secure in that transition, then the physical experience of transition is received in your body and your soul and your spirit with a confident energy. It might even come with excitement of what is on the cusp, knowing that you have reached the threshold of a wonderful portal into the next stage of being. If we think about cultures who incorporated rites of passage ceremonies or challenges into the cycle of life, when they arrive at the moment of facing the physical, emotional, the mental and spiritual challenge at hand, those initiates, they have been prepared. They have heard the stories of their ancestors. They know the purpose of the evolution that they will experience. And they accept the challenge knowing they are going to transition and knowing the significance of that transition. So they have the wisdom to support them and even to help them transcend that physical feeling as they enter the portal of transition. This is how people walk barefoot across hot coals, hang from chains and hooks, or go on weeks of solo journeys without food or water. But today in birth, even home birth, women are sent into a portal of major transition without being fully prepared. They might know a lot about the physiology, the science of birth, they might know about the ring of fire, and maybe they've done some hypnosis preparation hoping it will get them through, or they're hoping their doula or midwife will have techniques to alleviate the pressure, or maybe they plan to just will their way through transition. But many times, with the focus on this physical type of preparation, it still catches women off guard. It definitely catches birth partners off guard, especially if they haven't witnessed natural birth before. And even for women who feel it wasn't too intense after the experience, there is still a rite of passage that might have been bypassed. If a woman just willed her way through, the deeper role of transition has been overlooked. And when that happens, women and babies don't receive the gifts of the portal. The connections are never made. And families, especially women and children, are at risk of being further disconnected from the natural rhythms of life when the cycle of birth and the importance of the innate transitions of birth are overlooked and pass by without proper acknowledgement or honoring of the passage through that portal. Going through labor and the mini transition of birth and any transition in life, it's not about how you'll get through or if you'll get through. It's who you are when you go through. Would you expect someone getting ready to go through a rite of passage challenge to be fully ready for the physical challenge and to have the mental stamina or their inner spiritual guidance to fully embrace that transformation if they were just thrown into the ceremony, only knowing the physical process they had to go through? They would probably go to the task fearing the pain, afraid they couldn't endure, afraid they might fail and let other people down, let themselves down unaware of what the true transformation is really about. This is how so many women are forced to cross the threshold of birth, fearing transition, worrying about their ability to withstand the pain, hoping they don't fail their home birth. All the while, all they have at hand is a box of physical comfort techniques and maybe some affirmations that someone else might have written, 
or some hypnosis techniques, hoping they'll be effective enough to help them relax through the difficult parts. Hoping they'll be effective enough to help them relax through the difficult parts. And maybe it will, or maybe it won't. No one can predict which external tools and technique will work in any given situation. This is why it's so important to be internally prepared, to be connected to the cycles and spirals that guide the way through, that show the unfolding of the cycle of birth and the interconnectedness of maiden and mother, as well as queen and crone, that show you how you can transition between states and stay whole simultaneously, that you can have fear and courage simultaneously when that fear is healthy and motivates you to take action. Not fear that keeps you frozen and then requires others to take action for you, to make decisions for you. When your perspective of birth and transitions is linear, it's hard to hold two juxtaposed positions at one time because one has to leave for the other to unfold. That's the nature of linear thinking. But when you live within cycles, you can expand and contract and spin as you like. When you look at your cycle, you are the center that ties all the aspects of your whole being together. You are the center of the great wheel of your life, and it is in your power to choose how to spin your cycles at any moment in time. This is not an easy perspective to grasp in the beginning if you have been living a life from a linear perspective. Viewing time as linear. Viewing pregnancy and your prenatal care as a series of metrics that follow a specific trajectory which I'll talk about more in a future episode. I'm not sure yet which month that episode's coming out, but it will be soon. If you've been mostly learning about birth through physiology and anticipating the process through the physiologic stages of labor and flows of hormones, then you might be missing out on the deeper importance of pregnancy and birth. The messages within and around you that will guide you through when you look deeper and remember who you are, all the phases of your being, all the elements you contain, all the ancestral wisdom within your cells. Knowing the science, the physiology, this is only a small part of the process of birth. Even though most everywhere you look in the natural birth communities, the focus is on knowing physiologic birth. But knowing yourself and learning to attune to your body and your mind and spirit, learning to harmonize with the rhythms of nature, these are the foundations of life. And anything foundational to life is foundational to natural birth. You don't have to know the physiology of digestion to eat and digest your food. You don't have to know the physiology of sleep to take a nap. You don't have to know the physiology of sleep to take a nap. Really, you don't have to know the physiology of birth to have a natural birth. But that's the environment that we've created today in order for women to have the tools to advocate for themselves in our medicalized birth environment. They feel that they have to have this knowledge to defend their birth choices. Because our birth culture has created this environment in which natural birth, definitely home birth, any birth that's not considered a, quote, normal medicated hospital birth, we feel that choice has to be defended. And to do that, natural birth advocates have tried the fight fire with fire approach. So in this case, fighting medicalized childbirth with physiologic childbirth. But in the end, both of these are an invention of science. Perhaps we could begin to usher in a new birth culture, where home birthers and 
any family choosing any type of natural birth doesn't feel the need to defend or justify their choices, but rather they feel grounded in who they are, in all aspects of their being, and their birth choices are just innate in who they are, a natural unfolding, a natural expansion, where the mother within you is able to guide you and nurture you, the queen within you is able to show up with confidence, so there is no need to justify. The wise woman within you, she has the knowing of what is best for your birth. And the maiden within you, she will bring the magic and the delight of the adventure, awaiting the possibility of all that can be in the transition to mother. This is what could await you in your home birth experience with the connectedness of your phases of being, all the phases of you, the holistic parts of you, coming together in the circle so you are whole. So you are authentically you. So you remember who you are, even as you transition into a new dominant phase of life. So how do you do that? How do you connect with all the phases of your being? It's actually a much more involved form of birth preparation than physiology or even something like hypnosis or affirmations. Because it's not as simple as reading a book or listening to audio scripts. It takes experiencing yourself in your phases of being and becoming aware of how you are in each of the phases of your being, when these different parts arise in you, and how you use them. And then looking around at the cycles and the environment around you, in different contexts, different environments, becoming aware of the world around you, and within you simultaneously. When you view the unfolding of life as cycles or spirals rather than linear, you can see and feel the many cycles of life everywhere, And then you start to notice them in yourself. You notice the inner relations. It does take time and practice to craft your awareness. But it becomes second nature in time. When you start living in a more consciously connected way within yourself and with the world around you. Learning to tune into this awareness is why I created the mini course Circle Magic for Home Birth. Because when families are jumping straight to physiology and comfort techniques, they do that without a foundation without tuning into the natural rhythms that guide you through birth. And this creates the space for unhealthy fear or anxiety to set in. And that can become an opening for your birth team to take over your birth, even in home birth. I hear this so often in stories from families who aren't even aware of the consequences when they say, I couldn't have had my home birth without my midwife or my doula. When the truth is, over 90% of families should be able to have a home birth without anyone else doing anything. And I can hear in these statements how these families, they still had some fear in their head, even though they were likely full of knowledge of physiology. Maybe they had a whole wall of birth affirmations. They played the right music and had a beautifully lit up birth tub. But without the foundation of who you are, without your circle of your phases being there to hold you, Without the container of the circle of your phases of being there to hold you, and without the awareness of the true meaning of the transition you are about to go through, it's natural to lean on your birth team to carry you through. And that's okay. If that's what you want or need for your birth experience right now, if that's what feels right for you, if that's how you can do it this time. But I know that if you are the one who feels there's something much deeper within yourself that you are trying to tune into, something that goes deep and expands simultaneously, 
If that's you, I encourage you to look at the phases of your being. Ask yourself who you are. Who are all the phases of you? Remember who you are and stand in the center of your circle and see the phases of you that surround and support you. These are the ones who will assist your birth. And after your birth, I want to hear you say, I couldn't have had my home birth without the phases of my being. My maiden to allow me to slip into altered realms of being. The states of higher consciousness where the magic of birth happens. And my inner mother to encourage and support me, to nurture and comfort me. And my inner queen to stand powerfully in my choices and my inner wise woman to guide me through in full confidence of myself and my lineage. These are the women who should be active in your birth while your midwife and doula are in the distance, in case you and your partner have a need for their support. So before we close out for today, let's take a quick moment to recap the energy of transition and transitions. Now after all this, your idea of transition in regard to labor and birth should be expanded beyond that of just that physical stage that some women experience before the pushing stage of labor. Transitions are not something to fear, but something to welcome and receive as the you who is transitioning, your inner maiden, she's not lost, she's not left behind here, she's still within you, and you can call her whenever you need her joy and delight whenever you need magic in your life, whenever you want to feel delighted with being alive and have that lightness. And she's ready for you to grow into a new dominant energy of mother now. This transition, it's not a goodbye. It's simply a shift in the cycle, the transition of one spiral to the next in the great cycle of life. But all spirals, past, present, and future, they're all here simultaneously while you are in the center, controlling it all if you're choosing to take control of your life in that way. So as we pass through the summer solstice here in the Pacific Northwest, the transition of spring to summer, the expansive and open season of fire and connection and joy, I wish you a wonderful journey to your home birth. And if you find yourself with any follow-up questions or comments to this perspective of transition, please reach out and let me know. I'm on social media at Natural Birth Compass or email me at info at naturalbirthcompass.com. Thank you for listening, and I look forward to spending time with you again here on the Unschooled Home Birth Podcast. Thank you for listening and being open to new perspectives as we spend this time together. As always, let me know how I can support your home birth. If you have topics you want to hear about, guests you want to hear from, questions or comments to share, let me know. This podcast is always transforming, and you can help shape it into something that helps thousands of families have the best pregnancy, birth, and transition into parenthood possible by leaving a comment or a review or sharing this podcast with others in your life who will benefit from our discussions. Find me on the socials at Natural Birth Compass or email me at info at naturalbirthcompass.com. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss out on our next episode. Wishing you a wonderful journey to home birth.